Disclaimer. This podcast represents the opinions of the Morning Star family and the guests on their show. The content here should not be taken seriously or personal. The content here is for comedic and therapeutic purposes only. Listener discretion is advised. Because fuck you, that's why. Good morning, my neighbors. Can I get a fuck you? No, not today. It's Friday. Fuck you to you too. <laughs> fuck it up, my intro. You're out. I'm sorry. Welcome to the first Flash Friday episode. Oh, you thought I was going to hit the, the button? <laughs> no. Yay. Welcome to the first Flash Friday, where we'll be doing this every Friday from here on out. And we were going to be covering The Flash, the TV show from the CW, episodes one and two of season one. Eventually, we're going to make our way all the way to the end and break down every episode for you guys, letting you know what we think, letting you know our aspects. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm excited. And it's it's that much more exciting now because we just found out that The Flash is coming to an end. Season nine will be the final season and we get to do this ride together. Hopefully we get to season nine by the time season nine drops in March. Probably, maybe, probably not. Why wouldn't we make it? I mean, we'll make it, but what I'm saying is we won't catch every single episode. We won't be able to hit all these eight seasons by the time that comes out. I don't think. Yeah, but even so. I'm DK Morningstar, <laughs> and this is my lovely co-host, Mrs. DK Morningstar. Say hi to everybody. Hi. <laughs> and we got a new one for you. So like I said... Welcome to the first Flash Friday. It's supposed to be thunder, like, you know, thunder and lightning. Oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> you know, copyrights. I don't need I don't need their song in here or their. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that would have been perfect, too. It would have been. But, you know, copyright. Yeah. I'm not getting in trouble. No. So let's jump right into it. Season one, episode one, named pilot obviously yeah. as every first episode is called how does it start it, what do you mean how does it start All right. it's barry introducing himself as he's running through the city right but we start in the clouds because we're really high because this week's sponsor <laughs> <laughs> is the jersey pothole the best edibles in the tri-state area once again i still don't know those three states but i'm pretty sure they're good in those three states whichever ones you pick isn't tri-state it's like new york pennsylvania and new jersey I think it's New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Ah, oh, that makes sense. I think. It doesn't matter. So we start up in the sky, we're in the clouds, and Barry introduces himself. As the fastest man alive. As the fastest man alive. And then we jump 14 years in the past. Of course it's 14 years in the past. We jump 14 years in the past. Barry's running through the street as a... How old is he? Nine? 11. 11. He's running through the street as an 11-year-old boy. I believe four boy, four other boys are chasing him. They catch up to him. They beat his ass. Yeah. Poor Barry. Poor Barry. You know who one of those kids were? Mm. David Linhog. <laughs> 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 so, Fucking David Linhagen. Hey, that's last week. Anyway. So, Technically, um, that was this week. Yeah, my days are all fucked up. Sorry. Yeah, no, mine too. It's okay. Today's Friday. That was Monday. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so the boys beat him up. He goes home. And there is his mom waiting for him. And. She basically tells, you know, asks him what happened, right? Mm-hmm. She's trying to get to the, trying to get to the bottom of the story, of uh, what happened to him, how he got all these bruises, telling him that you gotta stop getting into fights, and that's when his dad walks in, who was actually the original Flash from the 1990 TV show, 
I think that was a cool thing they did. That was a really cool thing that they did, and it's a very common trend in all the CW shows, which I thought was pretty cool. We're not covering those. We're covering The Flash. Anyway, so the dad walks in. The mom explains to him that Barry got into a fight and that he won. Quote, unquote, Barry won the fight. And his dad says, good job, slugger, but stop getting into fights. After his mom looked at him first. Yes, I know, but it's that's where the, the nickname slugger comes in for the rest of the show because... That seems to be his nickname from his dad mm. throughout the rest of the show. Right. By the way, we will not go f- forward with spoilers. Any kind of spoilers is directly on the episode. So if you're here and you haven't watched the episode of The Flash, go back and watch that before you even listen to us talk about it. Yeah. But no future spoilers. Even though we know what's coming, we're going to pretend like we don't know what the fuck is going on. I like that we were watching it, though. It was a good... Uh bringing me back some nice memories snow ice snow cream. Chinese, Chinese food, food. good pussy <laughs> <laughs> David Lindhagen so we, we he goes to bed mm-hmm. and he wakes up in the middle of the night he's startled by the sound of like lightning and crashing and things breaking and his mom screaming he runs downstairs his mom is in the middle of I guess you can say the living room I think yeah, it's it the middle like of the a, living room yeah it's the middle of the living room we'll clarify in future episodes because this scene comes up a lot through the first season. Yeah. Um, so she's in the middle of the living room, and there's a red and yellow light circling her. Right. To the point where uh, she's screaming, Barry, the dad is there too. Barry, uh, the dad tells Barry to run, Barry, run. And that's the first time we hear run, Barry, run, which becomes a theme in this show. Mm-hmm. Somehow, Barry ends up outside. Yeah. You know, I didn't catch that the first time. Where, the, where did you think he went? No, I know that he went outside, but he went farther away outside. It's not like he just ran outside. Right, right, because later on later on in the scene where they're doing a, like a second flashback, he he's running blocks. Right. To get back to the house. Like he's drenched in sweat. <laughs> the cops are already there. Mm-hmm. Pulling the dad out, arresting the dad for the murder of Nora Allen, his wife. Right. And he's sent to jail. He's he's falsely accused accused apparently or according to Barry he's falsely accused right because Barry explains that he saw a man mm-hmm. dressed in yellow in the in, lightning in the lightning and he's saying that that's the person who killed his mother and of course nobody believes him because he's a kid he's mm-hmm. 11 year old kid who makes up stories and people think you know just because you're a child you don't know what you're talking about but as you know this show is a comic book show so we all believe him mm. and then after that so we got his backstory Right, it's tragic, like everybody else, like Batman, like Superman. But Superman's not so tragic. Well, his dad died. Fuck you, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> so we fast forward to present day Barry, and Barry is now working as a CSI for the Central City Police Department. There we go, Central City. Mm-hmm. CCPD. It's, it's a fake city. It doesn't yeah. exist. It's not real. But the show is recorded in Vancouver. That's right. Yes, I wanted to go there. We'll go there. Yes. This is where you start establishing that Barry is always late. It's supposed to be like a ha ha. Well, I mean, in the comic books, yes, it was also the same thing, but it's supposed to be ha ha. He's the fastest man alive, but he's always late. But he does do that to throw people off to make sure that they don't know he's the Flash. Mm. But the funniest line in this part is when the captain is there and he's supposed to be there and he tells him, what excuse do you have for me now? Because last time you told me it was car trouble. And do you know why that's funny to me? And Barry says, because I don't own a car. <laughs> and so that's trouble. <laughs> he's trouble. <laughs> and then Joe tries to, Joe is his foster father, who was the cop that was on the scene for the murder. Right. Who actually put his dad away. But he took Barry in. Yeah, but they already had a history because he was best friends with Iris, his daughter. Right, right. But they're already best friends. Right. But Joe took him in, and he was the the officer on scene. Right. Not the exact arresting officer, but an officer on scene. So, but if he was his best friend, if they were best friends already, they had that strong relationship, he would know his character, his father's character. He was... Yeah, but just like in real life, how many times have you heard in the news when, you know, you find out your neighbor's a murderer and they say... Oh, he was never like that. He was a nice guy. Never seen him like that. I wouldn't think that he would be able to do that. 
Mm, yeah, I guess that's true. Sometimes you just nap and you don't know what's going on in people's homes. That's true too. Like, like when I beat the shit out of you. I didn't think any. No, I don't think anybody knows that yet. I don't think anyone will ever know that. <laughs> no one's listening. <laughs> that's how we'll know. If I don't get any messages saying, "Are you okay?" <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> anyway, where was that? So Joe took him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe took him in. Oh, uh, end of the episode. Bye, guys. Joe's Joe's part. Joe's. When he was trying to cover for him. Oh, so Joe's trying to cover for him, and he says, "No, he's late because I sent him to do something." And then Barry pulls out a half-eaten Hershey chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes, sorry, I got hungry on the way here. Which, you know, yeah. there's a good amount of comedy in this first episode. Yeah, I feel like that went away after a while. Yeah, it got a little too serious. And the comedic character, or the number one comedic character in the show, definitely lost his charm over time. We'll get there. We're going to meet them next. Before that, we're introduced to Harrison Wells. Mm. Which is, I guess you want to say, eventually he becomes Barry's mentor. Because it's, it's not giving anything away. Right. Harrison Wells is a scientist. Barry looks up to him. He's making something called the particle accelerator, which is I don't I to this day I don't know what it's for. <laughs> but I've seen I've heard. But that it accelerates other shows. particles. <laughs> if you have a particle and you want it accelerated, see Harry. That's a different Harrison. <laughs> so the show kind of like takes a twist, right? You meet the new detective on the scene, Eddie. Eddie. Eddie Thawne. Yeah. And those who know The Flash, Thawne is the last name of Barry's worst enemy. So this show is making you think right off the bat, it's a twist, and this is Barry's enemy. Mm. He even looks like Barry's enemy. Yeah. So in the comic books, Barry's number one enemy is the reverse Flash, and his name is Earbard Thawne. Right. And if you're thinking, what the fuck kind of name is Earbard Thawne? I believe it's the 24th century <laughs> type of name. <laughs> so, Earbarthon is a huge flan, flan, fan of the Flash. Mm. That's a Flash fan, a flan. <laughs> <laughs> That's going. Thank you. Off the top of the head, I'm the fastest man alive. <laughs> In the future. Eobarthon is actually a huge fan of the Flash before he becomes his enemy, and that's a different story. Yeah, you know, you know it. I don't know why he becomes his enemy. Why? So he, so he becomes in the future. He wants to be just like the Flash, so he does the same experiment onto himself that Barry accidentally happened to him, mm. and he became the Flash. So he became the Reverse Flash, and eventually, he run back. He runs back in time, and sees who the Flash's greatest enemy is, and he learns that it's himself. Mm. So that basically fucks with his head, and that's when he becomes his enemy. Hmm. I mean, that's one of the renditions, comic book. Right. So we fast forward to Harrison Wells doing the uh, accelerator, particle accelerator, and it explodes. Right. But here's the thing. In this part, right right before Barry's actually there with Iris, his best friend, Mm -hmm. his fake sister, and someone randomly tries to steal her bag that has her laptop on it. And it's literally that scene is just plays the purpose to get Barry back to his office for at the late night, right? Just just to get him back there. Why I don't know. He's CSI. What? Why do you need to get back there? Anyway, the guy's arrested by Eddie. They go back, mm. and then the accelerator explodes. It's raining, and he's trying to close the roof, and the lightning strikes him, and da da, we're the Flash. Mm. We're the Flash. <laughs> That's the wrong button. <laughs> That's what happened outside. But it also, at the same time, it's one of those scenes that shoot like back. They it jumps back and forth. Yeah. Right, because Joe and his partner are chasing the Martin brothers. They get into a plane. The accelerator makes the plane explode. Right. Partner gets shot in the neck. Partner dies. Right, but and they made it seem like the brothers died too. Right. You you see the you see them at least 300 feet in the air already. Like, mm-hmm. the plane's already taken off. It's already up there. It's one of those two-person planes. And then the accelerator explodes. You see, like, this wave of energy, and the plane explodes, and, like, the wings fall off, and, you know, they're presumed dead. Right. After robbing a bank. Did they rob a bank? They robbed the bank. They robbed the bank. That's when Barry analyzed the, the tire marks. Right. So, yeah, backtrack. <laughs> <laughs> so, th- the thing is, when you 
see that episode in the beginning and Barry's actually proving how smart he is and he's doing you know, he's doing the test and he's looking at the tires. There's a part where he's looking at the tires and he's looking down and the words kind of like pop up out of the floor, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. And they lost that. They like did. you don't, it, it happens in episode one and it happens in episode two to show how smart he is and how he could pick up clues. He was able to tell what kind of car it was. Like he's fucking my cousin Vinny. Yeah. He's thinking he's Marissa Tomei. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> fucking David Lindhagen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But they lose that in the next, after two episodes. You don't see that anymore. Really? It's not in anymore? I mean, we've only seen episodes one and two. We can check for episode three. But they, they lose that really cool. It, it, it's also like the way Criminal Minds would do their thing. You know, they have like you step outside the zone and you'd see like the scene and they're, t- you know, they're speaking and, and working they put them it out. S- yeah, and they're working it out. It was kind of like that. But then you could have kept doing that for the rest of the time and then it just kind of loses its fizzle. Yeah. And obviously over time, the Flash steps away from the CSI part of his life and is more designated to being the Flash. Right. Yeah, they should have kept that. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. And I think um, season one was great. It was like a good first season. Yeah, me too. It, yeah. it caught my interest right away. You're welcome. Thanks. Anyway, the lightning causes Barry to go into a coma for nine months. He gets reborn, you know, pregnancy, nine months. You didn't <laughs> think about that, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, he died as Barry Allen, and he's reborn as the Flash. Mm. Oh, oh, breaking fucking minds. <laughs> he wakes up, and there's a certain song playing, which is funny. It's Poker Face by Lady Gaga <laughs> and this is a beginning of another trend that happens throughout the show yeah that's funny yeah and this is where we meet the comedy yeah or the, the comedy relief the comic relief whatever the fuck you want to call him comic relief Cisco Francisco Ramon yeah he's one of my favorites yes he this is. is the this is the guy that gave you the comedy relief you know the show gets serious at some times and he was one you could depend on to make you laugh he does make you laugh a lot in the show yeah Anyway, we meet him and Caitlin. Caitlin Snow, also a doctor. Yes. He's a scientist. She's a doctor. Right. Right. Because he makes that known in this episode. Mm-hmm. You, like, call her doctor. Yeah, she's yeah, she's a doctor there. She's always... Oh, I can't say that either. <clears throat> Never mind. <laughs> Barry's body changes somehow. He has abs, but this dude looks like he eats lettuce, only lettuce and water. So it's, it's not real abs. It's fake abs. Yeah, skinny so man skinny. abs. Yeah, those abs don't count. <laughs> Obviously, we're gonna see your abs. You're too fucking skinny, bro. Not anymore. He's fucking buffed up. Really? Yeah, you've seen him. He's gained weight. I haven't seen him. You've not seen season seven? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end, he's a little. Yeah. Yeah. He gained weight. Okay. There was even a joke about it in one of the show episodes. So we're introduced to one of his first villains, and that villain can control the weather. Yes. And he doesn't get a name, right? He doesn't get a name. I, I, I did not catch that one. No, I don't think he did the name. No. I think he, he's just... I think that develops on after. It develops in season uh, episode in episode two. two. Mm-hmm. And another person with kind of like the same power gets a name instead. Mm-hmm. That villain in the future is called Weather Wizard. Right. But he, he this one doesn't get a name. Right. He just controls tornadoes. Or, is it cr- tornadoes? Is it all weather? Uh, well, he brought in fog. They said and when they were... Interviewing the witnesses, they said that there was pouring rain. There was like a storm. So maybe it is all weather. I guess. But he doesn't get a name. No name. We'll call him David Lindhagen. <laughs> so David Lindhagen <laughs> robs a bank. So we have a trend here, right? Robbing banks in the beginning. Robbing banks at the middle of the show. And we learned that it's Clive Martin, one of the brothers who supposedly died in the plane. Right. Right. He robs the bank. Mm-hmm. He takes out all the security footage and then thank God for 2000, whatever the fuck the show came out in 2015, 16. 2014. So thank God for 2014 technology because everyone in the bank took videos like it's 2022, <laughs> you know, because that's all fucking people do nowadays. Anyway, so they take the videos and you could kind of see who he is, but you don't see who he is. But he And then he gets in a car and drives away and they get a partial plate. Right. Right. And he runs away, blah, blah, blah. All the while, they're running tests on Barry back at Star Star Labs. Mm -hmm. He's wearing this fucking suit that you can see his (laughs) junk. (laughs) It's like a wrestling suit. It's a wrestling suit with a bicycle helmet with these super goggles and then like hearing, like earphones 
he looks like an air traffic controller <laughs> had sex with Richard Simmons. That's <laughs> while riding a bike. That's the best way I can come. <laughs> and it's all because they need something to test his speed, right? Because the people at Star Labs know about his speed because between the beginning of this episode and now he went back because he's confused. He's going through flash puberty. Yeah. He doesn't understand his powers. And he starts to have memories of the night his mother died. Right. And he sees the man in yellow. That's, I mean, that's eventually what they call him. Right. Right. We all know who he is. But they call him the man in yellow. He sees the man in yellow. His face kind of like pops up, but you can't really see it, causing him to crash into a barrier and break his wrist. Right. And then, you know, they go to Star Labs and they fix his wrist. And three hours later, his broken wrist is completely healed. Because not only is he fast, but everything in his body is fast. So injuries, he comes really fast. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the fastest man alive, right? Mm, No? I think so. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Anyway, when he's done, he's walking through the town, and this is where he sees Iris mm. kissing our old boy, David Linhagen. Fucking David, David Linhagen. No, we, she's kissing Eddie, right? And through this whole episode, she treats Eddie like shit just to make everyone think they're not dating, right? but they're secretly dating. So there she is, blowing Eddie. I mean, kissing Eddie. And we see there is that he has feelings for her. Actually, no, they kind of hinted at no, that. No, they the hinted it from the beginning. Barry has feelings for Iris. He's always been in love with her since they were kids. Since they were kids. He was friend zoned. Yeah. He got friend zoned by Iris. Poor Barry. Yeah, poor Barry. If he was David Lindhagen, he wouldn't have got friend zoned. Anyway, so <laughs> at this, I, I believe he's with Iris and they they go for a talk, right? Yeah, she went up to him to make sure that he doesn't say anything to her dad. Right. Right, so and they then start walking away. Uh, they start walking away, and that's when a car comes speeding, almost hitting them. He uses his flash powers to get them out of the way, but nothing too crazy. And then he runs off and chases after the car, jumps in the car, and he sees that it's Clive Martin. Officially, mm-hmm. officially, we get the confirmation it's the dude that supposedly died in the plane crash right. and killed Joe's partner. Eventually, Joe shows up with the police, mm-hmm. and Barry kind of explains this to him. Yeah, Joe doesn't believe him. Not at all. Nah, Martin's supposed to be dead. And also, he went into, like, he was really upset, too. And he went into this whole rant about how his dad is the one who murdered his mom. He was just mad, and that wasn't nice. That was just rude. That was fucked up. Yeah, it was fucked up. You know, I'm telling you who the fuck I just saw try to kill your daughter, and you're going to say, my father is a murderer? Fuck you. That's why you in Rent. Go, go sing about AIDS, bitch. Oh my god! Well, in the sh- in the movie Rent, <laughs> he was dating a guy who had AIDS. Oh, really? I didn't know that. You've never seen Rent? Nope. You should rent it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when <laughs> Barry gets upset about the whole thing. You know, Joe telling him, "You know, your father's a murderer. I was there. Get over it. You have to start believing this whole people with powers don't exist. Joe doesn't believe it. Joe's not believing. Even though Joe saw footage of someone walking through fog in the bank. Yeah. He saw the dude controlling the weather as he was leaving the bank. What the fuck else do you need, Joe? Was the video that clear? Like, you see him controlling it, or it was just that he was walking in it, though? What bank do you go to that has dust and wind and shit falling? Like, like it's an indoor tropical... That's not tropical. You know what I mean. Well, maybe the door was open and it came inside. Are you hearing yourself? (laughs) Are you hearing yourself? It was an actual gust, like dirt. It looked like Sandman walked in there. Yeah, I was trying to, you know. No, Joe's an asshole. Yeah. Right, Joe's an asshole in this episode and some of next episode. Yeah. This is where uh, Harrison confirms that his particle accelerator caused other, quote-unquote, meta-humans. So he confirms and he tells them, yes, there are other people with powers now, too. We have to find them and we have to stop them. We have to Scooby-Doo this shit. Yeah, Scooby-Doo this shit. It's very Scooby-Doo. Yeah. It's very... There's there's a backstory. Like, there's a there's a story happening within other stories. Like, there's a main storyline, and then you have these little side storylines, like Scooby-Doo. Right. Like, there's a villain every episode, and then sometimes we just go back into the main storyline, and then we go back into the Scooby-Doo shit. Mm. So we got to Scooby-Doo this shit. Smallville is the same, too. Yeah, I like Smallville. Can we do that one next? Fuck no. <laughs> hell hell no. Come get, the, on. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no. So Barry, 
runs to Starling City. And if anyone knows, Starling City is where Arrow takes place. Yes. And this is where he meets up with Oliver, Oliver Queen, a.k.a. the Green Arrow. Fun fact. Did you know that if the Flash Season 1 had failed, they were going to go ahead and just add the Flash to the Arrow team? No, I did not know that. So Barry would have just been on the Arrow. He still would have been part of the like the CW universe or the Arrowverse, as people call it. But he would have just been on Arrow and wouldn't have his own show. Mm. That's if it failed. And obviously, we're nine seasons later. So Yeah, it's, it was a great show. Anyway, so he tells him, put on a mask. And this is where we start to get the Flash Flash. Against people's best wishes. They don't want him to be out there trying to be a superhero. But then we wouldn't have a show. And right. we do have a show. So... He goes back to Star Labs, and Cisco already has a suit ready for him. Yeah. And it's the first version of the Flash suit. It's not your typical Flash suit. It's more of a burgundy suit with no emblem yet. No no lightning bolt on the chest. Mm. It's chestless. It's David Lindhoggedless. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where we get to the end of this episode, basically. And Barry fights his first villain, Mr. Tornado, not Weather Wizard, Clive Martin... I like to play with myself because I kind of look like David Lindhagen. Yeah, he's kind of creepy looking. And he looks so like he's David about to break Lindhagen. his bones and stuff. When he's that was the way the actor was doing it. Mm. But he he fights the dude, right? He makes a giant fucking tornado and Barry runs around it to suffocate him, causing the tornado to... Unravel. Unravel. And somehow, Joe's there. Because they track the plates. Right, that's right. They track the plates. And Joe's there. And for some reason, I guess, what Barry couldn't breathe, so he pulls the mask off, even uh, though there's no mouthpiece. No, I think he just pulled the mask off. That's stupid. You give your identity to your first villain. Yeah, but he was already, right? Sure. Okay. So, so his mask is off. He turns around. Joe's there. Joe saw the whole thing. So now Joe believes everything, mm. including the fact that Barry's dad is innocent. Yeah, so how the hell? Like, I don't understand. Because he was running just as fast as what he said and it was happening in the house? I guess. But mm. you know what I did forget to mention? Mm. That Harrison Wells is now in a wheelchair. Yes. So after the accelerator exploded, Harrison Wells was also hurt and he was put in a wheelchair. But he wasn't given powers. But he was hurt. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Barry goes to jail to visit his father. I don't remember much of what was said. Um, He told his dad that that he just wants him to know that he believes him that he's not the one that killed his mother and that he's going to continue fighting for him and trying to get him out and his dad was basically saying to let it go that he doesn't want him to live his life like that and that the reason why um joe kept kept him from going to visit him as a kid was because he asked him to because he didn't want him to see him in jail that's right that's right the dad tells joe not to let him and he thinks that joe's keeping him because joe doesn't want him to go but it, com- it turns out that his dad asked Joe to keep Barry away from him. Right, because there's a scene that he says that you're not my dad or whatever, but he basically raised him. So there's a whole... Right, there's another flashback scene that Barry says, I want to go see my dad. Why can't I see my dad? And Joe's like, no, 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 no. And basically, fuck you, you're not my real dad. Yeah. He says that too as an adult, doesn't he? Next episode. Was that the next The very next episode, he also says the same thing. He says something, uh, we'll get there. Are you sure that's That's the next episode. Okay. Because he says, my kid's not going to keep going into trouble because they're trying to stop Barry from being the hero. Right. And he goes, I'm not your kid. Right. You're not my dad. Right. That's an episode too. Okay. Sorry, people. Sorry. So he visits his dad in jail and basically that's the way the episode ends. But these episodes do have a, uh, kind of like an end credit scene. Mm -hmm. Not all of them majority of them I feel like it's so like the good. show ends and there's like it says the flash logo and then it gives another scene so the scene is Harrison Well pulling up in his wheelchair in a secret room in Star Labs mm-hmm. and then Harrison Well stands up yeah liar which <laughs> you automatically think like what the fuck is going on Harrison Wells doesn't need a wheelchair why is he even pretending to be in a wheelchair why is he going in a secret room why is he going in a secret room you know who's in that room David Linhoff no, he's not in that room. <laughs> Gideon is in that room. Yes. Gideon! Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I brought up Criminal Minds. I know. Anyway, I Gideon know. is a, a machine from the future. Well, yeah, she's from the future. Yeah, she's from the she's future. She's from the future, but that's not disclosed yet. But she's giving future information because when Harrison Well gets up, he pushes the button, and on the screen pa- um, pops up a newspaper from 2024 and said, 
Flash Vanishes in Crisis, written by Iris West Allen, mm. which is like, oh shit. And if anyone knows, The Flash Vanishing in Crisis is a little nod to the comic book Crisis on Infinite Earths where the Flash dies. So it's pretty cool because then you right there you're like oh shit we're gonna get that and is the show gonna last to 2024 and it almost did yeah 2023 we'll cover that later 2023 oh march there yeah it's gonna come out in march 2023 right oh damn they should have did it to 2024 what the hell you know that would have been good yes but that's yeah you know yeah we can't do spoilers right now i know episode two yeah i don't remember the title We're not going to look. Just trust us on it. It's episode two. Fastest Man Alive. Okay, so never mind. She's going to tell me anyway. Fastest <laughs> Man Alive is episode two. It starts off with Barry saving people in a house fire. Right? Is that a house fire? Building fire? I think it's, yeah, it's a building fire. Okay, so he saves people in a building fire. Yeah. Because only the Flash can. Yeah, and he's super pumped and all excited that he's helping people. And he's trying to do it in secret. Right. Him and Cisco. Cisco are trying to do it in secret and keep it from Caitlin. Right. Caitlin finds out. Right. Immediately. Right. <laughs> and then basically, when she finds out, Cisco's like, oh, no, we're not doing anything. Uh, you know, there's nothing going on. And then that's when Barry comes through the intercom. Intercom. That's when, <laughs> that's when Barry comes through the intercom saying, Cisco, you fucking bitch. He doesn't say that. But I would have said that. <laughs> I definitely would have said that. <laughs> and Caitlin's like, oh, so nothing's going on, huh? So who the fuck is that asking for help, David? I mean, uh, Cisco. <laughs> you lying fuck. So next scene is Barry flashes back to his childhood again. Yeah, Barry flashes. Like, it shows his... This is the part where you were just talking about. Yeah. So this next scene is when Barry is arguing with Joe about going to see his father at jail. Mm-hmm. When he was a kid. Right, right. So we kind of jumped forward, but that's okay. That's okay. why we're covering two episodes anyway. So that's that's the scene we're talking about that he hates him because he doesn't want to take him and the father told him not to bring him there. Right. Right. And now we have a new meta. This is the Scooby shit. The Scooby shit. <laughs> Scooby Steve. I don't Scooby <laughs> Steve. Hip hop anonymous. <laughs> it's not my fault I can't read. <laughs> this is the Scooby Doo shit that goes on because we have another new meta. Right. And this guy is fucking weird looking. He's fucking weird looking. Yeah, I don't know weird. what the fuck is wrong with him. He was just—he had a staring problem. Yeah. A lot of the episodes, he's just fucking. He has the same face. <laughs> yeah, he does his—he does his lines and his acting just with the same face. Like all his emotions have the same emotions. Like I, I gotta get a sandwich. <laughs> oh, uh, sandwich sounds good. Uh, I gotta save somebody. I gotta kill somebody. I'm mad. Why are you mad? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't see my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Barry passes out. I, f- I don't remember the scene. I just know him pass. I remember him passing out constantly in this episode. Um, Pete, yes. Because his dick is going too fast. It's because he's going too fast and he's not eating enough. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he's not eating enough. He's not getting enough carbo intake. Not enough calories. He's burning it too fast. He's not burning intaking. it too fast. Yeah. Yeah. He's coming too fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's. Not- <laughs> it's a comedy show. Yeah. So Barry, as a CSI, he has his own lab. Would you call it a lab? It's, it's a, a lab. Yeah, <laughs> jinx. He knows twice now. Actually, three times. Whatever. Who's counting? I'm counting. Barry has a lab. Yes. And in the lab, he has a chalkboard. Chalkboard. Okay, he has a chalkboard, and on the chalkboard is basically, you know, those typical. I gotta solve the mystery with a bunch of papers and the the fucking string, and I'm touching this, and Joe finds it. It's basically the solve. His mother's murder. Right. To find who the real person was. Right. Right. So this yeah. is where the whole, you know, issue starts to happen between Joe and Barry. Right. Like, you know my real dad. Yeah. I'm white. <laughs> you black. You know my real dad. Anyway, the the guy who plays Joe. Yeah. Jesse L. Martin. I don't know. His That's his name. name. Okay. He was in one of the original Law and Orders. I think the original, the original Law and Order. Oh, yeah. Like the very S- first. Yeah, not SVU. He was a great actor. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I like him too. As a, uh, he he looks like a nice guy. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. I guess. I don't know. But it's because I know who he is, because I saw him in Rent, because I saw him from Law and Order, it's kind of hard to, you know, to grasp that he was an asshole in these two episodes. But I get why they were doing it. Yeah. They were trying to, you know, push that boundary and, you know. Make that scene come out. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So we go back to that new meta, and the new meta's powers is that he can multiply himself. Mm-hmm. And then we have a bunch of his stupid fucking faces all at once. Yes. Not a single multiplication of himself can act. Oh, that's when that's the other CSI scene you were talking about where they're in the gun store and Barry sees that the foot, the footprints are all the same size. Yes, because and yeah. in unison. Right, 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 right. So, um, they think it's one like on camera they have it as one guy, but then the guy shoots the camera and the camera's out. So now you you know you don't really see anything after that. And Barry is like looking at the footprints and the footprints kind of like pop up through the floor like a pop up book. Mm-hmm. And you can see the footprints and you can see that there's six sets of footprints. And then he says that there's, they're all size 10 and they're all wearing the same shoe. Mm. But how do you know that the guy wasn't just dancing the cha-cha while robbing the store? Yeah, I like uh, to dance uh, the <laughs> cha-cha. <laughs> and he said it with that serious face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how do you know? How do you know he wasn't dancing the cha-cha? I think it was probably the footmarks, the footprints. Okay, but if it's the same shoe. Mm-hmm. The same size, mm-hmm. same marks. Why wouldn't you think the guy just wasn't just stepping in a circle? Why are you automatically assuming that there's six people in the store? I forget what he said was the reasoning. But the, I think he did there's say There's no reasoning. There's no reasoning. It's ten, It's a size 10, all of the shoes. They're all the same boot. A man was dancing the cha-cha. That's what I would be thinking. I would be thinking, I want to see this footage because the guy was dancing the, the merengue. He was dancing <laughs> the fucking... What's that other dance? Salsa? No. The other one. The Macarena. He was dancing the Macarena (laughs) to the Barbie world and he was robbing the store. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the last time we get to see that really cool CSI feature of shit popping out. Is it really? uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I remember thinking to myself when I I watched the episodes. Because the first time I saw this show, Mm -hmm. I watched season one, all of season one, and then season two was halfway through and I had to watch it on this really sketchy app. But I watched it. Well, I watched it all. Yeah, lucky you. One shot. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. Barry wants to tell Iris about his powers, so we get a little scene between Barry and Iris. Right. Not only does he want to tell her about his powers, he wants to tell her how he feels. He wants to put his beef in her taco. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> but at the Yum. end of the first episode, Joe told him not to tell Iris about any of it. Right. So he can't or won't because but Joe. Won't. Joe just keeps getting in the way. Joe wants to protect her. Joe needs to find a different wig because that hairline is back. <laughs> and I know he's probably bald and he had like a piece on. That's why in most of the episodes going forward, he wears a, a hat. hat. Yeah. yeah. He's bald. He's one of those guys that probably doesn't want to be bald. Accept it. 2022. Well, that was 2014. Oh, 2013. You know what? Mm-hmm. Accept it. Accept it. And next is your favorite scene. Why is it your favorite scene? Why is it my favorite scene? That's what I'm asking you. Oh, yes. It is my favorite scene. <laughs> because they've, uh, Barry confronts the meta who multiplies himself and multiplies himself so much that it is the worst fight scene I have ever seen on TV. Did, do you agree? Did you pay attention to that scene? I have to be honest. I didn't really pay attention to that scene, but I can only imagine how bad it was. It was just like, oof, oof, oof. <laughs> And then, yeah, because people could see what he's doing <laughs> right now. <laughs> it was just so it's like swing in the midst, and it's just it was just a really bad fight scene. I <laughs> I don't remember that the first time I seen it. Yeah, it probably is a bad scene because not only did Grant Gustin, aka Barry Allen, aka The Flash, Grant Gustin is the actor, was fighting with one of those typical old-fashioned cows where you can't turn your neck, so all his moves are very stiff and very robotic, and you can't do much without turning your whole body. Mm-hmm. But then you have this guy who's supposed to be playing multiple parts. But then, obviously, you have a bunch of stand-ins who are also acting like the same character. And you can tell that they're all different people. Yeah. Because they're all different heights. And they're all kind of different shades of white. And all their hairstyles are slightly different. It was just a bad scene. It was bad. I agree. I agree. But it gets better, at least. Right. And this is where Cisco. Mm-hmm. starts to develop his little quirk for naming the villains that they fight along the years. Yes. And he comes up with Captain Clone. Yes. Which is terrible. It is. It's not the name that they stick with. Right. But, you know, he, he acknowledges that. And then the next scene. Oh, yeah. Another flashback. Two. Barry actually runs away from Joe's house and goes to see his dad in jail. Mm. It was really sentimental. It made me sad. You ran away to see your dad? 
No, fuck my dad. Exactly. No, Barry ran away from Joe's house to go see his dad because Joe wouldn't take him. Right. And he told him that he knows that he's not, as an 11-year-old boy, he's not the one who killed his mother and that Joe is keeping him from he- keeping him from seeing him and that's when he tells him. No? No, he tells him as an adult. Does he? No. He told him as a kid. No, he told him as a kid because that's where uh, his dad tells him in the prison that not to blame Joe. Right. Because he says, I hate him. And, and yes. his dad said, don't say that. I'm actually the one that told Joe not to let you come here. Right. And, you know, so he's he's basically saying that Joe isn't the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. If you're going to hate someone, hate me. But obviously I can't. He's not going to hate his dad because his dad is innocent. And he knows that. And we know that. And he loves his dad. He's actually a good dad, unlike some dads in this world. Yeah. Fuck my dad. Actually, I don't have a dad. He's a sperm donor. Her dad is David Linhagen. <laughs> <laughs> So this leads to the next scene where, you know, uh, Barry, the last two times that he fought the metahuman, the multiplier guy, mm-hmm. Barry fails because he's doubting himself because of the altercations that he's having with Joe. So this is like the first time that we get to see a real interaction between Joe and Harrison Wells. Harrison Wells tells him, stop your shit, bitch. Basically. Stop your shit or we getting crump in here. <laughs> what the fuck? And then Harrison Wells put this on his wheelchair. <laughs> that's how Harrison Wells walked into that bitch <laughs> just like that and you know how Barry walked in <laughs> we got these buttons and we using them God damn it. I love these buttons <laughs> anyway <laughs> so they have the talk and he's telling him you, he's doubting himself because of you Right, and he's he can excel and do so much better, but because of you, he's not. Right, you need to stop your shit, and then Harrison drives off in his wheelchair and walks out. <laughs> and then we get our first taste of Iris being a reporter. Yeah. Fake Lois Lane-ass bitch. <laughs> and she wants to write about who she calls the streak, and the, that's the Flash's first name in the show. Just like, you know... uh. Superman's name was the Blur. Oh my God! Yeah, I remember that. Right. So it, it was kind of like a little ha ha ha. You know, we did this before. I'm fucking not Lois Lane. But why are you mad? Because she's not Lois Lane. But she, why are you so mad? Why am I so mad? Yeah. Because I want to walk into shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> also, David Linhagen. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. So now we go into the scene where <laughs> we go into the scene where Joe gives his blessing to Barry to fight the many humans than to be the Flash. But obviously he still doesn't have the name of, of the Flash. Not but he, yet. he gives him the blessing and they and they, you know, uh, I think Joe's at Star Labs when Barry's fighting the metahuman. Mm-hmm. And he gets on the microphone because they have a comm system, obviously, because of the beginning episode, that's how Cisco and Barry communicated. Right. Joe gets on the comm system, basically giving him a pep talk. You know, you know, like he gives him the exact pep talk from Remember the Titans. Is it really? No. Oh. I just that it was a black joke. Because <laughs> he's black. <laughs> you know what's funny? I love that movie. The villain's name is Black. That is his last his name. His last yeah. name was Black. But we, this is where we find out that the, the villain is not really a villain, so it's very Scooby Doo-ish. No, that's not really Scooby Doo-ish. It's I don't know what it is. He's just very John Q ish. Hey, yeah. Another it is. Denzel movie. Yeah. Let's do Denzel movies in the same Five minutes, three minutes, <laughs> two minutes. It was a short time between. Anyway, you know what I gotta say about that? <laughs> That's how Denzel walks into places. <laughs> anyway, you're not the man on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out that the meta human, the villain, <laughs> we find out that the villain needed a heart. Yes, his wife needed a new heart. His wife needed a new heart, and the vil- the the the. Simon Stagg, who, funny enough, is a Batman person. Is he really? Simon Stagg comes from Batman. Oh. So it was a little funny, like, cool crossover. hmm But uh, Simon Stagg is like a villain in Gotham. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Simon Stagg stole this guy's research, mm-hmm. causing his wife to die. Right. And that's why he's doing what he's doing. He's not actually robbing banks and doing other shit. He's doing this to get to Simon Stagg because he wants to kill Simon Stagg. And they think it's because... Simon Stagg fired, fired him, him. Mm-hmm. which is not true. I mean, he did fire him, 
but he really wants to kill him because of the wife situation. Right. Which I would want to kill someone if someone did that to you. Oh. Especially if his name is David Linhart. <laughs> you know what's going to happen after I kill him? What happened? What? <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. You're welcome. Anyway, we go to the next scene. Well, not the next scene because this is uh, right after Joe gives him a little pep talk and they tell him that you have to take out the prime person, right? Because he's at this point, he's multiplying and they find that if you fight the main version of him, they all fall. Right. The rest of them go down. Right. So he has to find the main one. And he does. He finds the main one because the main one is just chilling in the back doing his fucking stare that I hate throughout the entire... And he's sweating. Yeah. Because he's multiplying himself so much that it's it's taking a lot out of him. Right, right. It's He doesn't do much when his minions of himself... He's playing with himself. <laughs> oh! <laughs> he's playing with himself. Yeah. Anyway, so he plays with himself. He sends a bunch of himself after Barry. Barry finds the main one he's just standing in the back he's sweating he's taking too much energy at him that's how he recognizes him he knocks him the fuck out they all drop right they all fall to the ground mm-hmm. and they all fall down and then Barry <laughs> kills that motherfucker no he doesn't kill him but the dude kills tries to kill himself he jumps out the window Barry cause ah. he's the flash runs grabs his hand right. the dude makes a second hand out of his first hand to remove Barry's hand from his hand. He falls. He's dead. That was just creepy. Scooby-Doo. And that's where Cisco gives him the actual name of Multiplex. Yes. Whitestone Multiplex. Because of the Bronx? (laughs) No. Just kidding. Just Multiplex. And then we go into a scene where Joe is back at the CSI lab with Barry after they defeated Multiplex or after he defeated Multiplex. Mm -hmm. And he pulls up the... The board again. The crime board. The yeah. crime board and says, we're going to go after the person that killed your mom and we're going to get your dad out of jail. Yeah. And this is where all the good shit happens. All the sentimentals. Right. Hit you right in the jellies. Mm-hmm. And that's where uh, Barry and Joe also reconcile their differences and he tells them that you are my dad or you're you're my second dad or basically you've been there for me. You helped me drive. You helped me. You taught me how to drive my first car. You, you were there for me when I needed to shave. You've been through there through everything that I've ever needed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, basically, I'm sorry for not saying you're my dad because you're definitely my dad. Right. You know, and I want to fuck my sister, which is weird. <sighs> that is weird, but, you know. And Joe was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> Joe's well aware that Barry's in love with Iris. Is he? Come, Yeah, he says it in the future. Like, oh, come on, I know. But you're jumping ahead, sir. Ah. Uh, uh... Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm not cutting that part out. You know, everyone knows. It's one of those things where everyone knows but he's her. in love with her but her because she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking Lois Lane wannabe. But why are you mad? Because David Linhagen. Okay. Okay. And because I can't walk like this. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is over, but we do have another extra credit scene. Yes. So through the whole first two episodes you're still questioning Harrison Wells is he a good guy is he a bad guy what the fuck is he he's a liar but you don't but you're still he might be a liar yeah it is obviously he's lying because he got up out of his wheelchair he's Mm -hmm. still pretending to be in a wheelchair but you still have this like is he a good guy or is he a bad guy is he actually helping Barry is he actually a villain that we don't know of just because again Harrison Wells who is played by Tom I don't want to mess up his name Ooh. Tom Kavanagh, I think it's pronounced Kavanagh. I think so. Um, he's a his hair is jet black, but he's naturally like a brunette. I don't know. Anyway, he's he's in the show. He has black hair, jet black hair, and in the comic books, you know, you you're automatically assuming that he's probably the Reverse Flash, mm. right? Reverse Flash is blonde and not in a wheelchair. Right. Right. So at this point, I'm thinking, is this the reverse flash? But then I'm like, no, he has black hair and he's in a wheelchair. And why is he helping Barry? The reverse flash would never, ever help Barry. Right. So then they go into the extra credit scene. Um, Harrison Wells goes in and he visits Simon Stagg. Right. He's talking to Simon Stagg and Stagg basically says that it's crazy how all these people with powers are showing up and I, and I want the, the streak. Mm. or the the guy in red the guy who's shooting lightning whatever running really fast right i want him and i want to study him mm. basically you know they want to treat him like a guinea pig 
Yeah, they want to find out what the hell is making him tick and what's making him go. And this triggers Harrison Wells. Right. So Harrison Wells says, actually, his name is The Flash. And then he says, well, it's going to be. Harrison Wells stands up and Simon Stagg is like, what the fuck? (laughs) And Harrison Wells is like. (laughs) Is that played out? No. Okay. (laughs) So Harrison Wells stabs Simon Stagg and fucking murders him. Mm. He's dead. Yes. He's gone. Good. No more Simon Stagg. Fuck him. Gotham has one less problem. Great. Great. So yeah, that's the end of episode two. But that kind of gives it away too. Because no, because saying, he said he said it doesn't give it away. No, no, he said that it's gonna be his name. How does he know it's gonna be his name? He had a newspaper from the future that says it's Flash. Flash. Right. So he knows, he knows somewhat of the future, right? But the line that gets me is the fact that he says, "No one's gonna hurt him. Mm-hmm. I have to protect him." Right. So then again, you're still like, "What the fuck? Is what is his bad? deal? What is your deal, man? <laughs> Are you bad? Are you good? We don't know." Yeah. So that's the part where, again, you don't know because he says, "I'm here. I, I have to protect the. I have to protect the Flash at all costs. I have to protect Barry Allen." Mm. Why? Why would you protect Barry Allen if you're his greatest villain, or if you're his villain at all? Hmm. Interesting. And again, Harrison Wells is a very well-known scientist in this. Um, yeah, he's very famous in this world. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Eobar Thawne, the River Flash, is from the future. Right. So you can't be known if you're from the future. Right. And his name is in Harrison Wells. So I thought, oh, they're going to do one of those things where they change the person's name. But no, he's Harrison Wells. Harrison Wells is Harrison Wells. Right. For now, that we know of. Right. Like, we don't know his actual motive. Right. But we know his actual motive. He's a liar. But we don't know his actual motive. Right. They keep it in very suspenseful. It's really hard not to give things away. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. Because, yeah. Like, Barry's dick who comes too much. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> too fast. That's the end of Flash Friday's episode one i was gonna say season one one and two well yeah it's the our i meant our episode one. Oh, our Flash episode, Friday, one. episode one okay and since we can't do like a theme song i'll just go <laughs> thank you for listening to today's episode for more from the morning stars including requests to be a guest on the show or show topics you wish to be discussed on MWM, please visit us on Instagram at dk__morningstar. You can also feel free to follow us on Instagram, Twitch and other social platforms that can be found on our Instagram bio. And don't forget to like, follow and share. The MWM podcast truly appreciates its audience, current and future.